This is the FM Gold channel of All India Video. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on strengthening Indo-US bilateral ties. The participants are Kamar Agha, expert on international issues and Indrani Bagchi, journalist. Today we will talk about strengthening India-US bilateral relations. This is in the context of the Prime Minister's forthcoming visit to the UN General Assembly, the high-level segment which he will undertake next week. In addition, the Prime Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi, will also address a rally, a diaspora event in Houston. The reports so far say about 50,000 people have signed up for this. And the President of the United States, President Donald Trump, has said that he would appear with Mr. Modi at the rally. Along with President Trump, there will be other leaders from across the political spectrum in the U.S. It's a highlighting the bilateral nature or the bipartisan nature of India-U.S. relations. Mr. Kamaraga, maybe you could give us a sense of how India-U.S. relations have evolved to this particular stage where we are uh, today. Indrani, in the post-Cold War era, our relations have strengthened many for it. There are a lot of similarities or conversion of interest between the two countries. Both are democratic, both are believe in rule of law, English language spoken in both the places. Then besides this, our bureaucracy, our media, it's all geared to Western systems. In fact, developed during the British era. So we have a lot of commonalities and uh, relations are very old, in fact, that was going on. The special or strategic relations develop after the Cold War with the United States and we didn't find much difficulty in developing these. India's basic policy is to maintain its strategic autonomy in its foreign policy. That is our basic principle. So we maintain closer ties with the United States as well as with other countries or old lies both. And there are a number of things which India is seeking support from United States. The membership of UN Security Council or upgraded trade and investment forums like World Bank, IMF or APEC membership in these global financial institutions, then admission in multilateral export control regimes like Vajanar groups or Australia group. These are very important. Then apart from this, a nuclear supplier group is another important group. Americans are helping. Trade is continuing to grow between the two countries. India's export to U.S. something about $52.4 billion, and we are importing $35.5 billion in 2018. And total trade and services goes up to $146 billion. But there are some difficulties also we are facing in the last... In the last few months, of course, we've seen that the difficulties have been in the area of trade. We We've had some trade problems. There was also this instance when President Trump wanted to mediate between India and Pakistan, as he said to Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan, but he quickly walked back from that position. So how do you think the Pakistan element will be on in play during Prime Minister's visit? Because I believe that the Pakistan government said that there would be about a 10,000 people protest rally outside the stadium in Houston where the Prime Minister will be. So how do you think that's going to play? 
these are tall claims, Pakistan getting 10,000 people who are there. Yeah, there will be protests. They can manage. There are people of Pakistani origin, origin. or Pakistanis working in this region. But uh, as far as mediation is concerned between India and Pakistan, India has made it uh, categorically clear. During uh, Prime Minister Modi's talk with President Trump at G7 summit in Japan, even before he starting the talks, he said that our policy is bilateral. Whatever the problem we have with Pakistan, we have a Shimla Accord, we have a Lahore Declaration, and that allows bilateralism. And this is uh, what uh, respected by the international community as well. Yeah. The United Nations and others have also said that it is good that if they can sort it out their dispute by themselves. So that is an accepted norm and President Trump has also recognized this fact now. Time and again he has a different style of functioning independently he mentioned twice but immediately State Department come out with a statement saying no, no, it's a bilateral agreement and we will respect the bilateralism. Secondly, on Pakistan, India has come quite close to United States, in fact, Pakistan has come quite close to India. U.S. also believes that Pakistan is one country which is the epicenter of terrorism, from where the terrorism is spreading all over the region. Americans are not happy with the Pakistanis because they have not done enough to contain militancy. They believe organizations like Haqqani Network and some other Taliban network which were responsible for the killing of number of Americans in Afghanistan are based in Pakistan. Then Americans have also helped in getting Hafiz Saeed declared a global Look, terrorist. Also this week I think the Americans announced that Hamza bin Laden, Osama bin Laden's son was killed in a drone strike in the Afghanistan-Pakistan area. So... That adds to the... That adds, uh, in fact, most of the Afghan, Taliban or Al-Qaeda operatives, they are based in Pakistan. But last couple of years, ever since Pakistan was placed in the grey list of Financial Action Task Force, so these top Al-Qaeda operatives were sent back to Pak-Afghan border, border area, which is basically the Pakistanis have a lot of influence or the region is controlled by them. So in that process, probably he was targeted and killed. You mentioned the Taliban. I think one of the things that everybody in India looked at very carefully was the U.S.-Taliban peace negotiations that had been on for the last year at least. And President Trump very abruptly put a stop to that. Many people in both in the Afghan government and many in India have actually welcomed the fact that it has stopped because it could have brought the Taliban back to power in Kabul. So in a sense, that also has added to the comfort between India and the U.S., although nobody is really sure exactly why President Trump stopped that entire process in its tracks at the last moment. That remains a question. But to go back to the U.S.-India bilateral relation, I think we can expect that India and the U.S. will announce something like a trade agreement on the sidelines of the UNGA when the Prime Minister meets the U.S. President in a week or 10 days from now. One of the things that I think we're looking at is to resolve the outstanding issues that have crept into the trading relationship in a sense had a negative impact on the rest of the relationship, which is on IPR and other areas like e-commerce and uh, medical devices, mm. etc. I think we might be looking at something that, but more than the trade relationship, 
how do you see the evolution of the strategic relationship since right now the armies of both countries are exercising together in america and uh, the two countries are working together on the indo-pacific policy so how do you see that working out there is also convergence of interest china is forcing us to come closer yes. you know, quad is there so india australia japan, japan united states you know this grouping is there and then um, chinese very assertive policy in south china sea is also you know matter of great concern not only for us but for the americans and the western nation you see this region is very important because most of the oil passes through this region to pacific so right from uh, gulf of hormuz to strait of malacca this region peace and security was provided by indian navy to these shipping lanes and beyond that now american wants to involve india into indo pacific region mm. also so that way becomes very important india's role and strategic relations you know between the two countries are also coming closer and ever since india has emerged as a major power in the region not only region but both the regions you know this region as well as pacific that is very important to us but we have slightly different policy from the american we yes. don't want to get involved in the war with china or mm. any other country Correct. our policy is to sort out this dispute through negotiation we are forcing china to understand you know the importance of uh, south china sea and we expect china to recognize international law of sea it's a international waterway without any hindrance you know sure. shipping should be allowed or air should not be blocked so these are the things we are trying to convince uh, china hopefully and at the same time india is also helping vietnam and many other countries in the region to protecting their interests uh, because we also have our interest in south china sea oil exploration is going on in vietnam sea so these are the things we have a problem with china we are aligning with americans and it's a very fine balancing act you know of the india's foreign policy you know we are indulging in and hopefully you know we try to solve without maintain strategic autonomy. autonomy in this right there are some difficulties that we do have there are some areas where india and the us are not always on the same page and here i would mention russia and iran with iran certainly we have a very close and a very old relationship yet we have had to reduce almost stop our oil imports from iran as a result of american sanctions what is the conversation that you think we should be having with america on iran you know india in fact the prime minister modi and his government has made it clear that iran is very important to us for a number of reason one is it's a gateway to central asia india is also building chabahar port which is 4 to 5 days away from bombay or kanla port in gujarat since pakistan has blocked our land route to iran so therefore now the plan is our goods and our products would be transported through ships to chabahar and from there to afghanistan afghanistan and central and asia central and beyond Beyond. russia because this region central asia is very important to us we have historical ties civilizational ties along with iran and with this region 
and uh, this is the region from the silk road passes through this throughout the medieval period and before that thousands of years buddhism also went from here to this region so therefore it becomes a very important uh, region for us an oil rich region oil and other minerals are mm. found there the countries of the region also want to have very close ties with india they mm. see india as a emerging market for them especially their energy resources mm. so therefore we have made it clear that we will not compromise on our principles policies of we will continue to have closer ties with iran and developing although we have stopped purchasing oil from them and uh, media has also reported that we are losing lot of money because iranian oil was very cheap its transportation cost is much less much because iran is very close and three of our refineries are geared to iranian oil so therefore you know for us it is very important i think india would take up this issue prime minister modi would definitely take up that uh, we should resume oil i mean sanction should be lifted we should be given some waiver as granted earlier so this will come up and second thing as far as russia is concerned our ties are very strong we have made it clear to the americans and everyone you know because americans were having objection when we went ahead s400 defense missile system we still want to have not mm. only that want to have but we have planned to manufacture in india so americans have serious objection about it but despite of that we went ahead with the deal and not only with this deal but in defense production you know number of other items would be produced That's under right. make in india scheme and we similar agreements we want with americans mm. also to manufacture in india number of mm. things you know and with the european union countries belonging to the european with right. the french also for rafale products right. so therefore as we talked earlier we maintain autonomy in our foreign policy and uh, we will continue to deal with the chabahar as far as chabahar is concerned chabahar americans have given the waiver they have given a waiver, waiver you know mm. but since uh, other countries are not coming forward mm. to invest in chabahar chabahar there are two things one is they are going to develop industrial town also mm. in chabahar where products would be made particularly you know the petrochemical industries would develop and other but because of the sanctions sanctions no, you know the uh, others are not coming so it is a process of slowed down Right. But overall, we have very strong ties with the United States. States and United States bipartisan support we have in, right. in that country, and they understand our difficulties. Right. They understand our problems, and I'm sure this visit would further strengthen the ties between the two countries. Right. And Prime Minister has personal developed relations with, with President, President Trump. Trump also, yeah. that will add to. Thank you, Kamaragad. You are listening to a discussion on strengthening Indo-U.S. bilateral ties. The participants were Kamar Agha, expert on international issues, and Indrani Bagchi, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks at gmail.com.